I'm James Beatty. And I'm Sean Carroll. And welcome to the Rebuild Health and Fitness Podcast. Where do you want to start it? Um, we'll just say, welcome. All right, and welcome to episode 22 of the Rebuild Health and Fitness Podcast. And today we're just going to talk about how to stay on track during silly season or whatever you call it. It might be Christmas, it might be New Year, but people like to spread spread it out to a month. So I'm just going to talk about things today that will directly help you with staying on track if that's what you choose to do. Um, and then some of our personal opinions around this time of year. So by the end of this podcast, you'll know exactly what to do to stay on track, or you'll think differently about what you believe that you should do. Um, but anyway, as usual, let's start. Sean, how are you doing, mate? Mate, bloody fantastic today, considering we had our Christmas... It's, I think it's a fitting podcast, considering we had mm. our Christmas party last weekend. Um, mm. I don't think we navigated it as well as we could have, so if we had to have these tips a little bit earlier things might have been been a little bit easier for this <laughs> yeah. this week um but yeah other than that going good keen for a chinwag now um i will just say quickly we much appreciate um all the listeners who do uh like and share our posts weekly um but we know there are a lot more of you out there who aren't um the only way for our podcast to grow and for us to sort of get our message to more people is for people to like and share it. Podcasting, unlike you know Instagram and Facebook, there's no sort of algorithms to support trending podcasts. So the only way for yeah, like I said, for us to go is for you guys to like and share, which some of you do amazingly well. And thanks to the Spotify sort of yeah notifications this week, we realised like we're being listened to by people in like 32 different countries. Which that is was cool. Epic. That was cool. And it said yeah, your voices resonate around the world in 32 countries. That was pretty. Pretty good, and everyone knows how big we are in Italy at the moment, so... You're welcome, Italy. That's it, but yeah, perfectly said, Sean. Let's get in there early, let's get them, so then they have to listen on. So, let's talk about Christmas a little bit, or this time of year. So, as always, we have to remember at this point, so you have unconditional permission to eat, okay, at Christmas and always, okay? You're going to go a time, you're going into a time of the year where everybody freaks out. It's a constant question that myself and Sean get asked all the time. How do I stay on track during holidays? How do I stay on track during Christmas? Okay, so some people are going to tell you how to survive it and other people will tell be just telling you to just go crazy and enjoy yourself. But you need to understand that you do you. You do you now and you do you always. So if you want to track your food and control your intake, then great, you do that. Okay, if you want to eat more than usual, then great, you do that. If you want to drink alcohol, great. If you don't, great, you're responsible for your own actions. Okay, you need to do what you need to do in order to enjoy Christmas, whatever that might be. But if you are looking to keep on track and then maybe even just negate some damage, then hopefully these are some simple things that you can give in, uh, keep in mind and some of these simple things that we give to our clients in order to uh, stay on track. So, Sean, you want to head us off? Yeah, buy some fat burners. That's it, done. But don't actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, probably the, I guess, another one of the reasons people find like find this time of year so challenging is we go on holidays like whether you're a parent or you're just having a break from you know your normal work work routine our habits change so instead of getting up and going to the gym every day or going for a walk we are we're homebodies a little bit more so what tends to happen or what we tend to see is 
people just don't move as much. So mm. there's a really big, you know, reduction in our um, in our needs, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis. People tend to relax on the couch a little bit more. We watch a bit more sports, especially when the cricket's on. People will send like five, six hours in front of the TV or we just like, you know, chill out, watch Netflix, you know, which is all fine to do on the holidays when you just want to have a a break and relax but if you do have the goal and still want to be making some um, progress with your fat loss then you just need to move a little bit more whether you just set yourself a reminder like if you don't have to get up to go for work just get up and go for a walk in the morning i think doing that first thing in the day and getting it over and done with is a massive win from like you just know you've done the first thing of the days for yourself. So if you have some extra food later or people come around to your house, which is likely to happen over the holidays, at least you've done a little bit of movement, a little extra movement you wouldn't normally do for the day. And other ways we can sort of maximize you know, our movement during this period is if you go into the shops, just those these old favorites where you just park a little bit further away, you just glorify movement. If there's a choice between stairs and escalators, you'll always team stairs, going up the stairs as much as you can. Just moving nonstop. That's it. And if there's anyone standing still in escalators, just kick them. Kick them in the back and say that's not what they were designed for. But yeah, I think neat is the big one. You know, neat is subconscious movement a lot of the time. But if we can bring it into a conscious state, then it's going to go a hell of a long way. And that mixes in with exercise as well. So we get to a time of the year where everything goes on hold. Everyone just stops exercising. Everyone stops eating more. But we live in this day and age where people do things the wrong way around. So we eat so well in the week we train in the week it gets to the weekend we then move less and then we eat more so it's sort of the opposite of what we should be doing so get out there and exercise okay let's up your expenditure that way but not even if we're talking expenditure from your knee and your exercise just the mental health benefit of actually Mm. just moving and doing something like get out for a walk like sean said but don't just go it because it's like oh i'm gonna burn calories it's like it's nice outside. Like get some yeah. vitamin D. Like Sean talks about vitamin D in the morning, first thing. Like it's huge. Like I don't know many people that have gone for a big walk in the morning and come back in a worse mood. No, no, no one. You always feel better for moving. Um, I guess the the next next one we got here is just watch your portion size. It's like going out for dinners, or especially on Christmas Day. Like plates get full real quick. One of the and like generally, there's plenty plenty of desserts full of. Carbs and fats, which we know are a pretty awesome combination and taste amazing, but generally pretty calorie-dense as well. So just be aware of the portion sizes on your plate. A good little tip is just to try and eat off a smaller plate. Like we know Mm. there's some research around this. Like when people eat off a smaller plate, they're less likely to go back for seconds. Yeah, well, we live. I think it's environmental. I know I grew up, it's like you're finishing everything on your plate. Yeah. So we always have that. And like you said, people stock up their plate and they're going to eat and eat and eat until everything is gone. Mm. And especially because you're not mindful around this time because a lot of time when you're eating, like you said, you're in social environments. So you're not mindful about your food. And when you're socializing or you're on your phone or you're watching TV, you're entertained by something. So you're just eating for the sake of it without being mindful about it. You know, and we have to remember too that you don't have to eat everything that is on your plate. Okay, you're an adult. Okay, you can leave stuff on your plate. There's people that say you must leave people, uh, must leave some food on your plate. Mm-hmm. That's always a, a good way of of being mindful. Or you eat certain parts of, you know, get all your vegetables and things done, then you may leave something else. But portion size is a big one, especially if you're not tracking your food at this time. Just don't don't rush. Again, like mm-hmm. you know, it, it's meant to be a social time, so. Have a 
like talk to people rather than just going like hoeing in on your food. Being able to like pause between bites and have a conversation, it, it lets your body sort of catch up <laughs> and know that yeah. like let, let it know it's full rather than just like racing to get through through the, the main meal so you can get to dessert faster. Hundred percent. I got something. It's like when they, listen, you know that is a great option. Like to just slow down during. You may put your food down and you may talk a little bit. Perfect. But if you're putting your knife and fork down and leaning back because you are so full, right, and you are taking, if you use the words, I'm taking a break, you are done. You're not yeah. taking a break from anything. You do not, oh, God, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so full. I'll get it back in. All right. Next one. Are we talking about me? Am I going? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm just right. Um yeah, I'd say uh, easy one comes into that portion size control because suppose as you're watching your portion size, then you're watching your calories to some extent. So another thing is around these social occasions, like you can skip a meal. It might be breakfast, it might be lunch, it might be dinner. You know, you might not choose to skip a meal, but you might utilize a smaller meal in the middle or even a protein shake. I know if I'm having a, usually on weekends for me, I'll have two meals. So I'll have usually a bigger breakfast and like an early lunch and then I'll utilize a protein shake or something in between. I don't have breakfast, lunch and dinner all being big. I have to prioritize what I'm doing and what means the most to me. So if I'm having going out for lunch, then maybe I'll have a big lunch and I'll really enjoy it and then I'll have a smaller meal. Yeah, 100%. It's just a quick and easy way. Like you're not going to miss out. It's not like you're greatly reducing your calories. It's just a way for you to you know, keep things in balance a little bit more rather than having, like James said, like a big meal, a big meal, and then a massive meal. Mm. Whereas if you have a slightly smaller meal, a big meal, and then your massive meal, your overall intake is still a little bit less. And that sort of leads us into trying to keep your balance uh, meals a bit more balanced with protein. So there's a million different benefits to protein, but one of the main reasons it becomes so handy during the holiday period is it has sources of protein have like a high level of satiety and a high level level of satiation, which pretty much means they just fill you up as you're eating it and keep you fuller for longer between eating episodes. So, you know, we always suggest just having a source of protein with each meal because if you are feeling full and satisfied, you are less likely to continue eating unless you have a break and lean back and then go again. Lean back and lean back. That's it. Protein's key. Also, like fiber as well. Make sure that you're getting nutrients inside your body. You know, let's stock up on good food or as much good food as possible. But protein is the absolute key. And Sean mentioned there um, satiety. Okay, so there's something called sensory-specific satiety. So if you're constantly changing your palate, then you will constantly overeat. So let's keep your meals when you can as simple as possible. You know, it, it comes down to the best way to describe it. The research was done on brownies and hot chips. So, you know, someone was eating hot chips until they couldn't eat any more hot chips. And then they were given barbecue sauce or chili sauce they start dipping again guess what they can eat again right it's that old dessert stomach mentality where it's like oh, bloody hell can it can eat a bloody thing do you want a dessert menu we'll have Ooh, a look oh yes please we'll have a look are you having one are you having one we'll have a look and then magically all this room in your stomach appears for this dessert so just be mindful of the sensory specific satiety there so wild that yeah it's it's- absolutely full and then someone brings you out like the chocolate cake it's like oh that's it. Ooh. It's like when you're dieting, though, to any extent, you people have this thing about keep, you know, keep changing. If you want it to be somewhat boring at some yeah. times, you do want it to be boring at some times, because then once it's boring, you're more mindful about it and understand that you're going to have a lot of meals at this point that you are eating out. So you need to make the other meals as good as possible. And if you're still a little bit unsure of what 
foods have protein, so it's like quite simply like generally any sort of meat, like your red meats, pork, have a, has a decent amount as well. Poultry, fish, um, and for our vegan friends out there, you got like your beans, your quinoa, um, or for the vegs, yeah, your leaves, whatever you want, um, and then yeah, there's if you have. A serving or two of though, like a serving or two of protein with each meal, you greatly reduce your chances of overindulging, which again, such a um, a massive tool. Plus, then you've got obviously the health benefits anyway, yeah. right? You know, and you want to try and if you're especially if you're not training as much, maybe your gyms are closed. You know, you want to maintain as much mass as possible. You know, you want to look after your health. You want to make sure that you're having enough. Um, so protein is life. I mean, personally, I will try and not have any meal without protein. Protein is the yeah. priority number one, and then I'll build everything around around that. When you are eating out, um, let's you can plan ahead a little bit. Um, you know, you will be invited out to many things, and everyone now this day and age has their menus on their websites. Yeah. Okay, so just make sure you're having a look. You may choose what you're going to have before you get there at a time where you're not too hungry. Um, so that decision has already been made. Because, you know, when you go into places and you are very hungry, then you're going to pick whatever you fancy, whatever off off the menu. Um, anything else on that? No, just like, yeah, most most events aren't a surprise. Like, sh- mm. like this time of year is generally invite only to a lot of things. Like, it's going to be on the calendar for a while. You know you can... Check ahead, like James said, check the menu or if you're going out for like drinks and you're going to be a bit dusty the next day, at least have some meals either prepared in the fridge or at least write down what you mm. think you can eat or have a, like, like, yeah, a little plan for the next day. So when you are tired and sleep deprived, you know, the less sort of thinking you need to do, whether there's some meals already in the fridge or you have a little plan of what you're going to eat when you're hungover, certainly makes things easier. Yeah. No, I think... Uh I think that's great. I think um, we have to remember too, so I've just done the quick math. Go on. Right, so we've got, what, 27 days between now and New Year? Is it? What's the date? The, yeah, yeah. Right, let's say 27, because no one knows when we recorded Tw- this. 20-ish. <laughs> okay, so 27 days, right? Say if you have on average three meals a day, that's 81 meals. Even if you have 15 poor food choice decisions i don't know or bigger meals where you you know wouldn't be in your usual diet that is still 66 meals that you have full control over 66 meals which you can control so you know we have to get out of this just fuck it mentality where it's like hey i've had a bad meal and had a drink let's forget everything now oh i'll start again next year like it's such a bad mindset to have it's all we need to bring in this rule of two you know uh, Um, James Clear says in Atomic Habits, like the rule of two, like if you have a bad meal, don't let your second one be bad. If you have a bad day, don't let your second one, your second day be bad. If you don't train one day, don't let that run into two days. Because again, as soon as they roll into two days and three days, sometimes it's harder to grab it back. Yeah, 100. I think that's probably the most important thing of all. Like, you know, it's like the 80-20 rule. Like Mm. 80% of the time, you're good. 20% of the time, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, And then when you look at the big picture, like... You know, so many people get hung up between that week between mm. Christmas Eve and New Year's. Whereas, if we were that concerned about our food intake between the time between New Year's and Christmas, yeah. the other fifty weeks of the year, um, fifty-one, whatever, good math. <laughs> like it wouldn't, you wouldn't have to stress. Yeah. No. You, yeah. No, I think it, it's spot on. Just get out of that mindset of having that mentality, and you have to remember for a lot of you that. 
Because a lot of the time, it's the people that have done very well in the year that are worried about this time between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, you're golden. Yeah, because you've created habits throughout this whole entire year of training, of eating well, of doing things a lot better, looking after your mindset. That just does not disappear. It just uh, yes, yeah, some routines might be out, but it's just not going to disappear. So you just need to back yourself and just enjoy this time and know that you're doing the right thing. And generally, most of the weight gain, like weight, using the term weight gain very purposefully here, is going to be just mm-hmm. from water retention. Just because the foods are generally more carbohydrate dense, high in sodium, like you're going to hold on to a lot of fluid. So it's not, it's not going. You're not going to gain like three, four kilos of fat in two days. Nah, and that, I think I didn't even write that point down, but that is a great point. Weight and body fat are not the same thing. They do not mold into each other. If you have had a higher carbohydrate, even the humidity outside affects your weight. Yeah. Then you've got your cycle. Like Sean said, you've got glycogen, you've got stored carbohydrate, you've got sodium, you've got the fat. Have you even took a shit today? Are you eating good enough fiber? Are you eating what you need to do in order to process it? Yeah. You know, are you struggling with digestion a little bit more? Weight and body fat are not the same. It's not that easy to put on that much fat in a short period of time. Nobody got fat in a week. Nobody got fat in two weeks, okay? It's been periods of habits and poor eating that have got people to this stage. Yeah, you don't wake up one day and be all of a sudden 10 kilos heavier. Generally, Mm. it's like the net gain of a little bit and a little bit and a little bit more that adds up over years and you're like, holy shit, I've put on 10 kilos. Yeah. Not that Christmas 2020 where I ate so much that I put on 10 kilos. Yeah, this is... this. It's, it's This isn't sort of that scientific because it doesn't really work like that, but it's the old, if you've been maintaining weight for a long period of time or losing weight, right? So we know that three and a half thousand calories is the energy of one pound of body fat. Okay, so if you eat three and a half thousand calories excess, they say that you'd put on a pound of body fat. It doesn't even work like that though. So no. to put on one pound of body fat, if it's what everyone's saying, you would have to overeat by three and a half thousand calories, which is quite a lot. Which is a lot. But then you've got, added energy expenditure when you eat when you eat energy you need to expend energy you have your thermic effect of food you have your metabolism you have loads of other things working to help you out here does that make sense yeah so, yeah absolutely uh, preaching in the choir over here <laughs> that's it. i don't know why i'm speaking to you yeah. on, the, on the microphone does that does that make sense you know and then i suppose you've got to ask yourself at the same time is it a good time to diet should you diet why should you diet do you have any need to diet? I think this is something that we can talk about, you know, a fair... Yeah, I think for like a lot of, a lot of my clients coming this time of year, it's like, look, we just focus on the sort of specific things we focus about already. Don't stress too much about your foods. Just do the little things that are within your control. Like if you're going out to dinner, you can't always control everything that's getting put on your plate. Nor should you, you want to. Nor should you want to. Yeah. But there are some things within your control that can help you sort of maintain what you've done. Like you don't... Like maintenance is progress. If you sort of go into the hollow period and you finish finish it in the exact same position you are, that's a massive win. If you're a little bit over, fantastic. Generally, not many people are going to come out under. Um, I'd probably judge you more if you did come under because you, <laughs> you didn't do it right. But yeah, it's just it's having that balance and knowing, knowing, fully knowing and understanding you can do whatever you want on the holidays. Like it is a good time to enjoy ourselves with our friends and family considering especially – you know, for those in other countries, our 32 or 31 other countries listen to us right now who, who probably have are going to be having different Christmases compared to what we are in um, Australia, 
Like the so the social time that you get to spend with your your friends and family is massive. So fully, fully enjoy it. Yeah, and if we're talking about health, then you t- got to take that into consideration, yeah. right? I remember my mum and dad were here last last year, yeah. couple couple of weeks. I didn't train once. I drank alcohol to some extent nearly every single day. I ate out a lot. We had a, the best. You know, it was just such a great time. Like, and my, when am I? You know, when are these going to happen again? When are you going to be with your family in that situation? I put on a couple of kilos. It's like, so what? It's a couple of even if it was a couple of kilos of pure body fat. So what? Because this year now, I'm not thinking about. Oh God, I should have. I should have dieted. <laughs> You know what I mean? I should have dieted last year. I'm not thinking about that. I've just created the memories that I've needed to. And are them kilos still on? No, they're not. They're gone because I know how to get it off. Okay. And hopefully if you've been listening to this podcast, you will start to understand how you will get it off as well. So don't fear putting on a kilo of body fat. There's times of the year that are good to diet and there is times that are not. And again, you have that decision to make. Will I be dieting at this point? No, I won't choose to. But again, I've created great habits over years and years of training and eating that I'll know what I need to do. And even if you're listening now and you haven't been on your weight loss journey yet, but you don't want to get maybe any bigger, even if you just started walking each day, like what Sean said at the beginning and thinking about your non-exercise activity, you will be in a much better place mentally and physically by the end of it. Boom. I think that's a good way to leave it. That's the shortest podcast today. That is like 22 minutes. You're welcome. 22 minutes. But you've got some really simple tips there. So we'll just have a recap very quickly just of what we said. You have unconditional permission to eat now and always. No one can tell you otherwise. You do you, okay? If whatever you want to choose to do, take responsibility for it and own it. Okay, the simple tips. Yeah, um, yeah, I was just going to going on to celebrate movement. You know, get up, move. Team stairs all the way. Watch your portion. Watch your portion sizes. Um, skip a meal if needed, or utilize smaller meals and protein shakes. Keep your meals balanced with protein. Plan ahead. Like ignorance isn't really bliss too much. Mm. And then don't have don't throw on the tail if things go, don't go your way. Yeah, that's the big one, man. Do not have a screw it mentality. Okay, just don't do it. Ask yourself, is it a good time to uh, year to diet? Maybe there's certain days that you don't want to diet. Maybe there's certain days where you want to overindulge. Remember, adherence is the key. If you restrict at this Christmas, that might not help 2021. It might make it a lot worse because I know everyone comes into January more motivated than ever. And it's usually because they have overindulged at some point during that Christmas. Okay, so that you could say that is a positive thing because that's led to greater adherence throughout the other time. Ask yourself, is it a good time to diet and finishing it? Is it that terrible if you put on a bit of body fat during this year, as long as you have had a good time and you've made memories with your loved ones? So again, as always, again, if you can screenshot it and take a picture and tag us in it, it goes a long way. Like, subscribe. If you want to follow Sean, you can hit him up at Sean Carroll 92 or myself at Coach James Beatty or everything to do with the business at Rebuild Health and Fitness. But hopefully you're in a better place. Any last words? Well, we'll see you next week.